Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. Thank you for clicking on the Holderness Family Podcast. If you if it just downloaded automatically, yeah. even better. Remember, if you could, please hit subscribe on this podcast. It helps people find us. And if you leave a review, that also helps. There's this like there's this imaginary group of podcast overlords that overlords. control algorithmic distribution when it comes to podcasts. I'm imagining that they are not in human form. They have long alien necks. Yes. And uh, they they are in charge of why cryptocurrency yeah. and podcasts. Yeah, crypto. It's the Ethernet it, or the Ethereum, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, we don't understand. What I it. know is that if you do those two things, it really helps us out, and it allows us to um, make this part of our daily routine. And it's one of our favorite things that we do every week. Yeah, and let me just say, sometimes we come in with a lot of like clear plans and research, and then sometimes it's just a discussion of what's on our minds. Because I'm a strong believer, if these discussion discussionings. If these discussions, can we make that a word? It's a good word. I think it's better than discussions because that's the word you were going for. Yeah, if these discussionings, yeah. I'm gonna just keep using it uh-huh. until like Urban Dictionary picks it up, are happening in the four walls of our house. They're definitely happening. In wow, yeah, they are happening a lot. So <laughs> here's let me tell you guys what what you should know. Discussionings is like a much more ongoing discussion yeah and things that are happening are happening half here <laughs> and then and half, half where you. you are so that really is happening I think, and we are making our own language you guys this is so important yeah this by stuff the, happening by here. the way so let's just a quick recap of our day so far went to work out did some like prep for this podcast and then the most important conversation we've had so far today is when we're going to be able to watch the season finale of the gilded age like, we I, have to get it on the calendar I, I it is such a signal of our adulthood that this show that's very fringe and very yeah. like middle i think we are the youngest people who probably watch it and it's must see tv we have to be, for us we get really worked up if somebody kisses someone's hand i know we're like oh that's like porn back that's then. like third base at least oh, no when, when they ki- kissed before you just say like porn <laughs> it is it's basically porn for the 18 it's triple x rated when you kiss somebody's hand <laughs> and god forbid you kiss someone on the mouth i know like that's a little like mouth snuff kissing. yeah exactly that's yeah oh Oh, that's anyway. You get your hard drive rated for that. <laughs> if you kiss someone in the mouth during the Gilded Age. So obviously we are in our midlife. Okay, listen. And there are times when I do not feel. Oh, well, I, by the time you guys listen to this, I'll be 46. I'm having a birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. I There are times where I don't feel 17. I mean, Lola will ask me like, hey, can I go, you know, she wants to go somewhere this weekend. And I was like, I don't feel responsible enough to make this decision. Like you need to go ask the person in charge. And then I remember that I'm the person in charge. And it blows my mind that I'm this old. Mm -hmm. But then also... Mid forties is not really that old, especially these days. It's it's not if you take good care of yourself, mm-hmm. but it is. So it's the age and full disclosure. One of the things that spurned this uh, that spawned this discussion was our friend Taylor. We were just talking, 
And he's like, do you guys feel like you're getting into like the midlife crisis years? And that was interesting, right? Getting that question posed to us. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm definitely not in crisis, but because I have a birthday approaching, there's a lot that happens between the ears. And I feel like I haven't had these sort of birthday contemplations. I don't know how to say these birthday goals and these birthday, you know, thoughts in the last two years, because the last two years, quite honestly, were pandemic birthdays. I mean, March was the start of it in 2020. And then last year, I'm like, well, I guess we're still doing this. So I haven't, I, I never really, my birthday didn't feel significant in the last two years. But now that I'm we are all more reminded about how fragile life is because of this pandemic and this ongoing war that we're watching happening. And let's face it, I'm not a spring chicken. All of a sudden, I feel like I'm catching up in the, for like two years of, <laughs> you know, missed goal setting and all of those things that it's, there's a, just a lot happening between the ears. Oh, yeah. Can I just say really quickly, uh, I'm here for this and mm -hmm. I, I want to hear everything you have to say, but uh, if you're listening and, and you're halfing this uh, discussion with us. Yeah. We have, we have two different outlooks on goals. It's very strange. But, right? I, that, but I'm, I'm, if, if you listen, I'm not, I don't have any goals. Yeah. Right. But you were just mentioning that there was this two year period where you kind of took a break from it. And I wonder what that, what that is like for you, because you are, you're a goal oriented person. For me, it was great. I, I was like, I, I like put your head down and work hard. Um, and I, I look, I do have goals for some reason. I just don't say them out loud. Mm -hmm. But uh, w what was that like for you? I have to say, as as a person with a partner who doesn't verbalize goals, I think I've stopped verbalizing goals because that's just it's a discussion that's very short and one sided. You're supportive if I say like, Thank hey, you. I want to like do this or climb this or do whatever you're very supportive so it's not that but it is a very one-sided discussion so i it's fine but we just that was you know okay <laughs> again i'm here for this yeah it, it, there I, I don't know why i don't verbalize my goals I think we, I mean, we look, I don't want to go back over this. We talked about this last week mm -hmm. and it led to like a lonely period for us because I wasn't verbalizing my goals. I think mm -hmm. just to me, it's probably steeped in the fact that I don't ever want to disappoint anybody. Yeah. And I also, this is probably the most important thing. I want to enjoy and appreciate what's going on right now in front of me. Right. And that's, I think that's a lesson we've all learned over the last two years, especially is that it's more important to be present. And I think the people that you meet on this planet that are just the happiest, they're not the thinnest or the richest. They are the people who can take a look around at their life and just appreciate the moment they're in. Right. And so that's really, that's something I aspire to hundred percent. So tell me what's on your mind right now amid all these conversations. So I think weighing heavy on me so like the the reason why I'm, I'm making some more hopeful goals for my and i'm using the term goal because it's it's not something it's not a, like a race i'm gonna run but just something i'm striving for for the rest of my life is watching our parents age you know my mom is actually a very young grandmother but she has a hip surgery coming up and you know she um which she'll rock and she'll be running around in no time but then your parents are with dementia and Alzheimer's, like that's a hard thing to navigate and watch. And so it has me very aware that my time is, here is precious personally. And then within our marriage, like, you know, I'm doing the math in my head of like, let's say you continue down that path. Like what, what, at what age does like, and do I have to be like looking, oh, my, is Penn's leaving his keys? Is that ADHD or is that because, you know, his brain is starting to slip. Oh, uh, if look, if leaving your keys is indicative of dementia, I've had dementia since I was 14 <laughs> early so onset for sure. I think we're good on that. I do think, but I'm listening to you talk and I think that you're assessing an age and, um, to not, to, not just to yourself, but to your mom, you're looking at my mom, you're looking at what happens in those 10 years, because mm -hmm. at least for my parents, there've been 10 years of rapid decline. You're looking at your husband's gray hair right now. Uh, Which I love. You're, thank you. Love you too, babe. But this, this all seems to be, I think there's a timer going off in your head a little bit right now. And it's not even that I feel 
as if, you know, you and I are near end of life. That's not the discussion at all, because I still feel very young. And there are people in their 90s still publishing books. So I don't think it's it's I don't feel a deadline approaching. That's not what it is. But I do know that I've got to this point in my life. Right. And. I'm happy with every decision I made. I don't have a big overwhelming regret about anything. And it's really good, but I do know that I'm not doing the thing that the happy people do. And I feel like the happy people are pausing and reflecting and living in the moment and doing all those things. And I want to do that more, but I you can't just say like, oh, I want to live in the moment. Like I, the way my brain works is I need some specifics. And so I've been in discussion with friends. I've done, re- like I've read books. I've, I'm of course, because I want to do all the things um, about the people, like how does that happen that people can just be happy later in life, you know, because you're cer- I'm certainly not looking in the mirror and thinking like, wow, Kim, you're nailing it. Like the mirror is not going to be kind to us as we age. So it can't be the physical thing anymore. You know, well, I just feel like my my face is sliding off my skull. I really need to get like the Botox nailed down. Okay. That's okay. That's a separate discussion. No, but I, I, I don't think it is. I think we need to listen. I'm listening very carefully to everything that you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're talking about aging. Yeah. This entire thing is about aging, mm-hmm. right? You and and really you can the only thing you can use as evidence is people around you. Mm-hmm. The people that you love and who you're close to. The two closest people that you're looking to when it comes to this are your parents, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's going to be it. And you know, I hear you talking about your face sliding off. You're, I think anybody that's okay. It's silly. Comments it's silly. are going to erupt. Like, are you kidding me? You look phenomenal, not just for your age, just in general. You're very, very pretty. You look very young. God gave you these like cheekbones that look like they were fake and that someone injected them. I'm very and excited God about gave my you lips that look that people spend thousands of dollars on what God gave. I you. did get accused. Like the whole amazing race thing was so weird <laughs> because just, there was somebody who just did not, and they're trolls, whatever, but they, every, every post, they would comment, like, stop getting, you know, face surgery, stop, I'm like, dude, right? I, I'm not saying I never will, but thank you. I was like, thank you so much that you think I've had surgery on my face. Thank you. Yeah. Now, <laughs> anyway, I, I know what I just did was I tried to fix it by saying, no, you look great. And I'm yeah. going to spend the rest of the time just listening because that's that's one of my goals is to just listen and empathize with what's going on instead of looking at you and saying, why can't you just be happy? Yeah. No. And, so, and I'm not doing that. But the one thing I will shake you on is that you look great. No, just that's you. the hard pass. And I next think subject. I do. I mean, I think I'm happy with what I say. I mean, I, I'm not going to say like, Every day, I'd be lying if I said every day I looked in the mirror and I was like, wow, Kim, you're nailing it. But generally, it's like not something that's super upsetting to me. But it's especially for women, I think appearance is so like tied to aging and everything marketed to us is anti-aging. And and almost it's so funny on just even look at the Instagram ads and things were being served. There's very few things that are being served to people my age that aren't, you know, some sort of magic anti-age serum. Whereas, you know, Lola, her Instagram feed, it's all this like, you know, cool trips to take and this, you know, this cool new top or this cool to like the things being served to me are very different. Anyway, I know it's going to be shocking to hear for you to hear this, but I have like a list, my, a list. And it's only three things. I like lists. Remember? But, and everything I, you're married to me and dear listener, if you have tuned in before you, you know who I am. And my favorite people are the people who listen to this podcast because you do know me. But I have my personal sort of plan for how I'm going to handle life from now on. And it may change the kind of content we're going to do. It may change the frequency of content we're going to do. Is that the headline of this list? No. Your personal plan of how you're going to handle life from now on? That's a really long title for this list. Well, I'm just wondering, what is the what is the title of this list? <sighs> oh, we need a title. Yeah. We need a good content You can't just creator. make a list without it being a list of something. It's, I I think... It's how to 
live my life from now on. Like, okay, that's have, pretty close to what you just said. Yeah, um, and what, my, my and so my and there may be more. There may be more, but in my research and my conversations about a long, productive, healthy, happy life, and the example I want to set for my kids. These are the things I've kind of immediately have put in place and I've already put them in place. Okay. So if I may just quickly, uh, I do not have a list. This is your list. Yeah. I'm going to listen to it and try to support it, but I don't have to have the same list. No, no, I'm not. I'm not asking. I'm saying no. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's a fact. Uh, but I'm, I'm very curious. Yeah. So you're going to laugh at this dear listener. I am going to expand my social circle. I'm not laughing. You went out. You've gone out like two or three times this week, this week. And then when we were at the amazing race party, you were the one who wanted to stay up later than I know. me, which actually you didn't want to, you were just doing it because you're, did I you, did want you to actually want to stay I up I did late? want to. Yeah. So I just that, don't know how you did that physically. I just wanted to, well, I, so I am tired. very much an introvert. So I do honor those introverted tendencies by coming home and crashing, but I do for the past two years, we, we've lived like hermits but even before then, I was so wrapped up with kid stuff and that, that I just never did that. And science says that people who have active social lives live longer, happier lives. And um, I'm not, I don't have the research study in front of me, but it's well documented yeah. that people that have a fulfilling social life are happier people. So... I started doing those little things like we went to Miami for or uh, Florida for uh, the amazing race and Lulu and Lala are amazing and through this party, but they are all people who party. And so I, I have a picture of Penn fell asleep. You know, we were all eating cheeseburgers at two in the morning and you it fell asleep. So late. And I was like, I and I, honestly, I'm not going to, I mean, we're, we were already planning like little reunions and get together, but I'm like, when are we ever going to be around these people in yeah. mass like this? But again, like I'm not going to miss a minute the, of it. The answer was the next day. I know. Then we, we saw the next day. <laughs> um, but then uh, I had a friend who she's like, Oh, come grab a drink with me. I'm going to watch her husband was playing tennis. And again, I'm not like a huge tennis watcher, but I'm like, I'll go. I was so tired, but I'm like, I'll go. And I'm so glad I did. It was I was really stunned. quick. It was like, I was there for an hour. Yeah. I, I'm not stunned anymore. I, I'm going to say like, I'm not going to laugh at this. I have noticed this. I want to make sure that, and I, I never heard the science behind it that you just mentioned. Which is why, honestly, I'm very, that's why you'll never catch me discouraging you from going to play tennis because it's something never been that way. very physical and very social. Right. And obvious, the, the science behind physical activity and a longer life is all over the place too. So you are doing two things that I think are very good for your brain, which is why I will always yeah. push you to do that. Do you remember? So it was, I saw you and I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I was like, there's my wife. I love seeing you there. I, you don't you're... really. Cause you get nervous. Oh no, no. I don't like it when I'm playing. Yeah. So you stayed away and I won cause I didn't know you were there, but then afterwards and, and you were, so <laughs> you came up there and I was like intently watching four middle-aged men <laughs> play a line three doubles match and i was enraptured enraptured and, but like that's that's where i am now because i have yeah. these buddies and when they when you play like other clubs for me it's almost as satisfying as watching like a college basketball game because i know how much it means to them yeah so it's actually a great win for these two guys yeah and it's i'm sure you looked at me like what are you doing no right no, no no but i know you <laughs> care about these people and because they care about it it, it matters to you so i think I it's great well there's this there's there is this communal support that you have when you play on a team right. or even like if you, if you, uh, you know, go to a place where, you know, people who play and then you're playing someone from somewhere else, mm -hmm. it's, it harkens back to the high school days of when you, you know, got to go watch your buddies play football or your buddies play soccer. And it's, that has been this great new discovery in my life that has been kind of the center of, of my social circle, at least here in Raleigh, there's other circles that, or that, that happen on elsewhere happen elsewhere. But I, I was just imagining what it would look like for an outsider, which for the most part you've been to like walk up and see this for the first time. No, um, I know it's, I think it's great and encouraging to see. And I hundred percent agree. And I saw um, a meme or a quote and I'm going to get this wrong, but somebody I saw it online and you can email me and I'll attribute it. But people think it read something like people think the goal of high school sports is to get an athletic scholarship, but the goal of high school sports is actually to learn how 
to work as a team, live in community, you know, those sort yeah. of lessons. And the fact that you get to do this as a middle-aged man now at this point in your life is amazing. And you know that I get to like graduate to a different league when I turn 55. You they have do. a 55 and over. Aww. And I'm, I mean, I'm, it's, it's approaching. Anyway, this is not about me. No, no, am, no. It's about I, us. I am already really impressed. You, you have permission to still cancel when you're feeling like you need to energize at home because Oh yeah. hundred percent. Uh, whether or not you will remain an introvert for the rest of your life, that has been the season of your life thus far. And it's how you recharge your batteries. Yeah. And it's right? less about, it's less about me not wanting to be around people. I love people, but I also, I recharge by being alone, but that's the thing with my age is that I can cancel and the people I'm with know that they could cancel too. So it's, yeah. it's fine. I am, I'm a quitter like that. Can I will quit. And we will be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Can I, I know I'm not making a list, but I'm going to, maybe I'll make a list. Okay. But this is going to be weird because okay. mine is going to be sort of opposite. Okay. Because I'm, I'm going to give myself time to recharge alone. Mm-hmm. I know that that's not where I normally get my energy, but we just had this shoot this week that I thought went extremely well. So good. That was the most people-y thing that I've done in a long time. Right. Uh, maybe even more so than th- that whole interview junket that we did after we won the race. It was just, uh, it was managing eight or nine people at once. And by the way, it was like sort of euphoric being able to, to be a manager and be a coach mm-hmm. instead of being the person in front of the camera. And I loved every minute of it. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I still need some time, I think just to like sit and read a book outside where the birds are chirping. Does that sound like me? Um, I I think even extroverts need that, that balance at some point. Yeah. So, uh, to back up, um, if you didn't watch our Instagram stories, we, as we do, we're goofballs and we have these videos that go on the internets and your aunt Linda shares them. Um, and then we do this podcast, but I think one of my favorite things we do is we produce videos for brands, uh, behind the scenes and they're usually bigger product way bigger productions than we do for our videos and they take a long time and whereas we shoot a video we'll shoot three videos in a day this took three days for one shoot plus weeks of pre-planning and stuff like that so i love that part of it and i loved seeing you and Anne marie and sam and leanne just doing what you all do best like how everybody kind of orchestra and i was I had the <laughs> least to do with it. I was definitely support staff. And you were like, very important. I just staff. was driving to go get things, yeah. which is fine. Um, but that was fine. But I was, even I, and I wasn't the person who was on the whole time. I was exhausted yesterday yeah. um, there, from that. Our last bit, there was a guy named Ricardo, who was the last person who I worked with of about 12 actors. And I was holding a camera because we had to split up. And I, so mm-hmm. I, I actually filmed some of it with my hands. Other than that, 
phenomenal support staff. Amory is basically like my second brain when we're doing these things. Mm -hmm. Leanne is this like crazy detail oriented manager who took care of all of it. And Sam like bridges the gap between technical and artistic. Mm -hmm. So we had everybody we needed and it's a huge team of people who are all working hard. But the guy looks at me, he goes, so let me get this straight. You wrote the song, you recorded the song, you produced the recording of the song, and now you're the director and you're the photographer. And you're going to edit this. And I was like, yeah, that's, I'm, I need to give away some of my responsibilities. <laughs> but I, he said all that. And I was like, oh my gosh, that has been a lot. And again, I, I said to him, I was like, I got a great team that helps me to yeah, all no, this. They're like, you couldn't have done that. But without. it is a lot. It is a lot. And so that, by the way, stress, and you, we're talking of stress, not all stress is bad. Some stress like this work stress was actually very positive. Absolutely. But stress long-term impacts your body yeah. and your brain. I felt it. And so we need to figure out the balance of long-term stress in your body. This unhealthy stress is not good for you. A little burst of good stress, very good. And so I got really started thinking about like, do we do more of those? Cause we all loved it. Do we do more of those things and fewer of our videos, like I start getting really, you know, gonna see in my head we, about that. I think we see how this turns out and then we answer yeah. that question. But so here's my, here's my one thing on the list. It's kind of opposite of you, but I'm going to, I'm going to find more time to be alone and just sit and be quiet, okay. uh, which was a lot of what uh, Ian told me to do for my Enneagram. Yeah. If you listen to that one with Ian Morgan Cron. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Um, okay. So my number one was I'm going to expand my social opportunities and circle. So I think I don't even need to expand my social circle. I feel like I have a lot of good friends and I just, I'm not, but I think I need to re-engage with mm -hmm. those friends and I'm already doing, sure. I've already reached out about doing a girls weekend with Liz and Anna, Michelle and Tiffany in July. Oh yeah. Aren't you impressed? I love that. I know. And it's very like I, I, and I'm planning a birthday dinner going. for Josette. Like I'm really trying to do my thing, which is very unlike and, me. And you know, this makes me happy. No, I know. I know. I, that's why it's I, I figured be shocked. Okay. Now my next one, my mother gave me the advice as my poor mother, her hip is just, she needs to get a hip replacement and it's, she's going to get it and she's gonna be great. And she's going to be running laps. But she looked at me at one point and she, you know, she was in a lot of pain. I felt so sad for her. And she goes, don't wait until you're retired to travel. Do it now while you have two good feet and two good hips and do it now. Because she did. Like she did right. travel when she was, she, she's a part of this church group and they used to go in those yeah. like international I, expeditions. Yeah, it, was, yeah. I, it seemed like Ireland was a common uh, yeah, spot they for them. all over the place. And, and I know that she was hoping to make that a big part of this season of her life as well. Actually, so I think she did and she did so much of it that she's she she said she's like I'm fine at with this season being the season where I'm working okay. on my quilting and she <laughs> she's a piano player and a quilter and so she is fine with it because she did it but the fact that it's not an option I think even even if she didn't want to do it the fact right. that it's not an option is she's okay with it. Well, well, no, no, I, I was going to say it because it's not an option. I think it doesn't make her feel great. Oh, I gotcha. And so that's what she gave me this advice saying, don't wait. So I always, I think we all have this magic, you know, this idea that once I retire and I can't even, th I'm 45, well, 46. So the idea of retirement seems so far away. My dad I, I won't even say his age out loud because I don't even know that the people he works with know his age. He's still climbing on roofs, and and it, does so, all his landscaping. Yeah, he he yeah. will trim the trees down. I mean, it's so bad. Where, oh my gosh! But that his his response is like, "What else am I going to do?" And so I never even I thought we would just kind of keep doing this what we're doing we've joked that we would have microphones in the retirement home and they would not be plugged into anything oh that's i'm so sorry that is mine everything okay yeah it's fine okay Th that was my ding i'm so sorry it's not your ding because everyone's checking their phones. i know right everybody's now. checking their phones right now but live like i'm retired right now what that means to me is this i'm not retiring i'm not retiring but i don't think 
in my retirement, I have these visions of like, I'm going to go take an art class at the community center. I'm going to join this volunteer organization. I'm going to go to lunch with different friend groups every Tuesday and Thursday. And then every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like I, in my head, that's my retirement. I'm going to play pickleball and I'm going to ride my bike on the beach. Like I had this, but what in this life that I'm living right now makes you think I would actually do that? Uh, is that a rhetorical question? Correct. It's a rhetorical question. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because I, so I need to set up my life in a way that I'm doing those things now, that I'm taking opportunities to travel now, that I'm, even if it's just a weekend, because we have the kids, they're still in school and yeah. stuff like that. Or, but, or I, or I start taking classes now, because if I'm not doing it now, I'm never going to do it when I'm retired. I'm not going to start it when I'm 65 or whatever that magic age is. So I'm going to start living like I'm retired now. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. My second one, because you don't I, have to come up with stuff, honey. My second one is to go with you when you travel. No. <laughs> yeah. No, but like we, we have kids, our kids are older. My, yeah. Here's, this is actually, this, this doesn't have to be a goal. I want to learn, you know what? And it may not even involve travel. I want to learn more about this blue marble that we live on, whether it's by reading books or by watching documentaries. I am I, the one thing that I feel the clock ticking on and I, my clock ticking is different from your clock ticking. Everyone's clock is different, right? Mm -hmm. So I think what I'm hearing is, is your clock is based on preserving a sound mind and being able to do this as, as long as you can. And just in case that science wins or, or I'm sorry, in case nature wins over science and something happens, you, there are things that you want to make sure that you do before it's all over. Mm -hmm. And I love and appreciate that. I have this image of other than my family, you and the kids and you know, my immediate family and my, and my friends, I've had this realization since I was 10 years old. Like I, it clicked on me, like what death is. It's the end of everything. It's over. Everything wow, that happened just stops. Well, it's true. Everything that happens just stops. And Kim, I'm telling you, it is. it has been the driving force behind everything I've done in my entire life ever since I had that realization, which is I'm going to live the crap out of this life. Yeah. And I, I feel like I've that has been reflected in my attitude and in my enthusiasm and in the joy that I get from like even the most mundane things because I know and I'll never forget that realization. You just go from one to zero and it's over. And we'll get into conversations about spirituality later on. It's possible that something I, 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 I certainly believe that something's going to happen, but it's also entirely possible that nothing happens. And as a biological entity, it's just over. And so I want to live every single day, if I can, if there's not too much going on, with as much joy as, as I can possibly have. And part of the joy, my, one of my greatest sources of joy is going to a new place mm -hmm. or seeing a new place yeah. or learning something new about the world because the world is a miracle. And it's I, a crazy, insane miracle that it even exists in the first place. I know. Especially if you look at space, right? And you guys have never heard me talk about astronomy, but Pen, we we're, we've been joking that we want to have a podcast just for Penn to talk about space and call it Space Cadet because it's like ADHD plus space. Mm -hmm. And even, I think Sam even came up with a logo for it. It'd be a great way for you to fall asleep, hun. No, if you no. But he, so Penn uh, reads like orbital physics books just for fun. So well, also just to exp like to explain this like the improbability that we live, I mean, obviously we're alive, so it's why, but the improbability that, that this planet exists and hasn't gotten hit by a bunch of meteors or was able to mature the way that it did without a catastrophic event is so minuscule. And it, that brings me joy too. But there's just so much in the world left to see. I'm so jealous. My friend, Chris, he's retired. He's like, let's go to Iceland. Yeah. And he just went to see the Northern lights, you know, like all of these things that we don't realize are going on around us. So it's, it's very similar to you wanting to travel, but me, it's just more about getting a, a greater knowledge of the world that we live in. Well, I think we can we can marry those. So, like, live like we re I'm retired now is taking those opportunities to go to Iceland, and you know, our kids are older, so they can either come with us very easily, or we can figure out ways to do it solo. 
it is so funny. We went on the amazing race, but we were very well aware we wouldn't actually see. The only time we actually got to see anything is while we were racing, but there was no enjoying. Yeah. There wasn't, there was no, I would love to go back to the places we visited yeah. on the race. And it was a TV show and it was COVID. And I'm like, I, yeah. So no, there was no expectation of right. ha- like having time to sightsee, but I would have, I would love to go, but that little town in Portugal where that little, where we were painting the door and I was oh, like, oh, set to ball. Yeah, set to ball. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so adorable. I'm, I'm down. And by the way, I'm sorry about the morbid conversation. I don't think I've ever shared that story with you before no but it was I, I started sweating and then i started crying and then i laid up and i stared at the ceiling and then i didn't talk to anybody about it and then at some point in the next like two or three days i realized ooh, i get one of these yeah it's not wasted yeah so yeah you could either go real dark on that and be really depressed that oh my gosh we're all gonna you know no it, it was it was like me finding out that i have cancer and i've got 80 years to live Right. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like, so we all live every day to the fullest. We've all yeah. been diagnosed it's with all, death. Yeah. But yeah. It's just like <laughs> what you make of it. And I think quite honestly, I look at, you know, the people around us and I look at your parents and I think that I don't know that there's anything they could have done to prevent where they are. Maybe they, maybe they could have, I don't know. And I'm hoping science is around and, and helps us with that. But if, Let's say, how old's your dad now? Uh, my dad is 82 and turns 83 in December. Okay. So he started showing symptoms like 15 years ago, probably. 67, 68. Yeah. And mom was in her early 60s Yeah, when she started showing symptoms. So if I've got like 15, 20 years with your brain as is, like we should like make the most of it. Is that morbid to say? No. Yeah. So that's Not why like, I don't want to wait until I'm 65 to start enjoying like relaxation and life with you because like what if that's when here here yeah um senior poopy pants comes oh good old senior (laughs) poopy pants (laughs) okay my last one and there's gonna be more i'm like excited about my life list (laughs) i'm just laughing because we have the title of the podcast now (laughs) senior poopy pants no either that or discussionings discussion no i I think both are terrible names you know what we're really bad at this is don't say we, this is me. I'm bad at titles. No, I think you and I are both bad at titling really? things. Like I like to name, I have a title that's like 12 words long and that's, Anne Marie's life is like, no, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I have a terminal disease. I have 80 years to live. Is that the title? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clickbait. Okay. The next thing is I'm on a hunt for a hobby. Oh God, thank God. <laughs> Has been number two. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what? Uh, no, I'm never leaving you, baby. It's already been discussed. I wouldn't do the paperwork. I'm too lazy to do the paperwork. I need a better reason, but thank you. I love you. It's because <laughs> okay, I love you. Go on. I have no hobbies. And I just feel like that's not even a good example for our kids to see. Well, you're a dabbler. No, I'm not. I'm not a dabbler. You've dabbled on some things. I So I've dabbled, but I also know there are things I enjoy doing, and then I only do those things. That's what... Okay. No, no, no. That's You're not dabbling. Okay. Yeah. So I do enjoy cooking, but I don't enjoy like the Monday through Thursday, like, holy crap, I have to feed this family type of cooking. That's like emergency cooking. I don't enjoy like I will meal plan, but I roll my eyes the entire time. But I enjoy like a long Sunday cooking. So I enjoy cooking. Can it be a hobby if it's attached to like a survival responsibility right i don't know no but i think that learning more about cook i enjoy learning about cooking yeah and i, I enjoy learning why things happen in cooking right so the hobby would have to be like sushi making or something specific that was like fun that yeah that, i like, mean that, that isn't gonna feed your family and i would love to take a class yeah. and because everything i've learned is out of I don't know. I don't even watch Food Network. I don't know how I've learned anything. Did Ilse, like Ilse has some hobbies. I feel like you should talk to her about this. Wait. She's, she's, a, she likes to watch birds. She's obsessed with birds. <laughs> no, but, like, so, but that's so interesting. But also pickleball. And now she's like a craft cocktails is a big hobby of hers. Now she makes craft cocktails and she has like, she does like the freaking raw egg, the whipped egg on top of cocktails. Okay. Um, so I will also say that, so he's talking about our sweet friend, Elsie, who's the one who got me out the other night for like a drink. Like she has, she has twins, which yes. are very active, but she's currently, she's, she does not 
work outside the home. I there won't say she doesn't work because she has twins and that's that's a lot. And yes. she has a lot on her plate. She's doing a lot of other things. But I think that that opened you up a little bit. But that being said, even there was a moment, like a blip in my life when I didn't work outside the home. I was like taking care of Lola. I wasn't birding or pickleballing like I so in my nature Burning. well so she so but as I'm saying but how that's so interesting like that's like an interesting I like the minute I, I met her a couple of years ago and she told me that I'm like that's the type of person I need to be around because you are into weird stuff so I so I did that I did play pickleball a couple times and again so Ilse wanted to learn how to play pickleball so she looked up a video on YouTube and she taught her herself how to play so I could, she's the type of person, even if she worked 50 hours a week in an office, she would come home and still do that. Like, I need to be more like that. So your hobbies over the last 10 or 15 years have been largely fitness oriented. Right. Like they've all had, and, and they've, no, but your main hobbies have been, they've all had a terminus. You've all, you've had, I'm going to train for an Ironman triathlon. I'm going to train for the amazing race. Like those are the things when you have something that, that, comes to fruition at a certain point in time or has a deadline. Yeah. I'm not saying that you should keep doing this, but I'm just, I'm telling you that those are the things that you've gravitated toward. And maybe that's not what a hobby is. A hobby is something that you stick with or can without get, a terminus and, or can get, have the opportunity to improve and measure improvement or, or just enjoy. I mean, I don't think ho- a hobby by definition is something you need to be competitive in or make money on. So I'm thinking pickleball cause it's that physical and social thing. Hmm. Um, and I also think tennis scares me. You guys are like a little competitive and there's a lot of people watching and I just don't want anything to do with that. Okay. So pickleball. Yep. Way less competitive and way more. It's okay. Let's move on. Right. What else? Like I'm open to suggestions and I'm thinking of making this a blog series because I, I want to be held accountable. Yeah. And even if it's just once a month trying something new, what else do you want to land on something? Don't you, don't you want to have, maybe I'm a dabbler. Maybe I'm a dabbler until the day I die. Okay. But I, mean, I would, I think pickleball would be a fun hobby, but I also know me and I'm not going to take it as like, I'm not going to play it four days a week. You got the right sport. Pickleball is for you if you're not going to take it seriously. And I also, it's like, called pickleball. I know. Also, I feel like I remember my mom when I was a kid, she would like cross stitch or maybe that was my aunt. Somebody cross stitch. I'm like, I think I could get into cross stitch. Is that a thing? Is that a hobby? Yeah. Look, all of the manual clothing manufacturing hobbies uh, are they, they're like crazy soothing for people yeah because once you learn how to do it and you kind of go on autopilot you can even do other things um, and it, there there are skill sets involved and so uh, particularly you know Mima just seeing some of the her craftsmanship my grandmother yeah uh, you know that I, I don't want to stereotype you since that's it's it appears to run in your family but I think the reasons why they did that one, it was a gift they could give to somebody else and they have great hearts Two, I guarantee you for both of them. There was some sort of like release valve that comes when you do that. Cause it just, it's kind of satisfying to do those things. Yeah. And three, I don't have to think of a third thing. Yeah, you don't have to. And also I think there's things I want to learn how to do that. I don't necessarily need to be to practice over and over again. Like I really want to learn how to decorate cakes and cookies well you know there's people who do like really masterful like an icer yeah Yeah. like i want it that's a skill so i don't i wouldn't call that a hobby that's a skill i want to learn so maybe there's just like a monthly goal i can put in front of myself and if even it's just like watching a youtube video and practicing it or i'm taking a class or something and so i would love the dear people who are listening to this who i love very much what do you think what have you learned that's like a fun skill to have or what's a hobby that you're adopting? Because I think that I want to have a hobby and I don't have one. But it sounds like you want to be, a, I remember I started this by saying you're a dabbler and you said, no, you're not. And now the hobby that you've, uh, is dabbling. Is, <laughs> the hobby that you've landed on is doing a new hobby every month. Well, I also just want to explore a lot of things. And if I stumble yeah, upon. That's called dabbling. There's nothing yeah. wrong with being a dabbler. No, but you said I'm a dabbler now. Now I don't dabble. You do dabble. I don't currently dabble. You, you dabble without making it a hobby. You dabble in a lot. Tell of me like one fun thing I do. Oh, it's not fun. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, it's at least not for me, but you've, you've bought like 1400 different fitness apparatus. Well, I work out. Um, yeah. But like there's things, those are things that you 
that you dabble in. No, I, but I use them all. Really? The thing that you, you stand on top of and you move pa- like back and forth on your hips, you use that thing? I don't know what that is. Yeah, you bought it. <laughs> I love like a bait, by the way, like fitness equipment, buy, 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 buy. Like we'll, we'll use it at some point. I love the fact that you dabble. I just don't want you to tell me that you're not a dabbler. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest fight yeah, we'll ever get into. It's not even a fight. I like, and I think honestly, if you, if you give it some structure and you say every month, I'm going to try something new, but then it has that terminus again, right? Well, like it, I has, just, it has an ending. Like you, it has a goal that you get to, then you start something new. I just admire my, I was talking to Lola about this. She's 15 and she just, and she's, you know, been a big, you know, tennis player and she's, you know, still will at some point, but she decided she wanted to join the track team, which I just thought was the coolest to try this new thing. I, for one, would never run on a track to have and have people watch me. Unless chased. Yeah. Unless chased because speed is not my thing. And she didn't know if her it was hers either. She's like, I figured I'd try it. It looks like fun. And she, you know, tennis is not a team sport and this is. And I was just so proud of her. And I told her that. I was like, listen, I'm in my 40s and I don't confidently just switch gears like that. Like it was really inspiring. And it's like one of the many things that she has taught me. And she's like, no, you do. You try new things. I'm like, name one. And she's like, well, um, you work out. I'm like, no, that's not. I mean, she's right. It is a big part of what your sort of your experimentation has been in life. And I love this idea of just trying, maybe trying something new and maybe you'll find something that you love so much that you cancel this monthly goal. And like, that's the thing. hundred percent. But I, I do believe a hobby is something that has no end. I think it continues forward. Right. And I don't need to monetize it or be competitive in it or just, it's just something you yeah. do that brings you joy. Uh, my third thing. I love that you still also have a list. I love this. I know. I wasn't planning on it. So I, I loved yours. Yours was, I want to, because we're wrapping up here mm-hmm. and yours was number one to expand your social circle. Mm-hmm. The one that you just did. I can always forget the second one. The third one was that you. <laughs> I was going to live like I'm retired You want to develop a hobby and then you want to live like you're retired. These are all such wonderful, attainable, positive things mm-hmm. that you're saying. Mine was to find some time to not introvert, but find some time for peace and quiet every Mm -hmm. once in a while, just to balance out my wacky extroversion Two is to gather more information on this wonderful world that we live in. Mm -hmm. And then three, which is kind of a tie on to two. And I thought about it, but it has to be its own thing. I'd like to go into space. No. What'd you say? No, it's going to be safer than like airplane travel at some point. Michael Strahan did it. He's got a wife and kids. I want to go into space. That, that's like the, yeah. Okay. So that's just me. I'll probably throw up because I get motion sick during the avatar ride. <laughs> At Disney. That hey, what such... if I just talk, take you to Disney world, baby? You know, it take was really sad because I got sick on the avatar ride and I was like, how he didn't that... puke, but no, yeah. I got like nauseous and I'm like, how is that going to affect my work in the space program? <laughs> yeah. Cause they're looking for a, a colorblind nearsighted, um, dude to join the space program. You laugh now, but I have a, a, a deep knowledge of orbital physics. I could be the pilot if, if they needed one, just because of my basic understanding and the fact that computers fly everything. <laughs> And you guys at some point they're going to want potentially a storyteller such as myself to give his perspective of being in space. So I'd like to go to space for free. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's, that's, oh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's the other part. Yeah. Cause I think it's going to be expensive. <laughs> it's expensive and your wife is not going to want to pay for that. Right. Um, okay, cool. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's me and that's like my life moving forward. And so when I talked about the type of content we do, I just meant like, we've talked because you know, there's lovely people we work with, like maybe we start taking half day Fridays. Maybe we start enjoying, you know, if we're not, you know, I think we were putting out like four videos a week during the pandemic and then we went down to three and now maybe it's two. And so, and I don't think anybody's life is any worse for it. And I don't know. I just love, I love what we do and I don't have intention of stopping. I think that I, I love this podcast. I love writing. I love writing the little blogs. 
um, and making the videos. Like I don't picture time when we're going to stop doing that, but I guess there's um, as long as it's providing just, I, I do feel like I want to enjoy what's happening right now with my life. Cause it's a pretty good one. This was a great podcast. Thanks, honey. I'm so, I'm so proud of you. Um, I, I think this is the kind of goal setting I like because it's not a goal setting. <laughs> and it was a great list. And thank you for letting me hijack with my own stupid list. That you want to go into space. <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you how I feel. I, it, this all It's so funny. It all stems from that moment when I was 10, when I was like, you've got to make the most of this. And I think making the most of it is going to space. I'm going to be so pissed if you die going to space. Right. I, I feel like it's got to be when I'm older. Like I'll still I, be pissed. I need everybody square. I need my, you know what? I need my kids properly raised. Like all good. Because right now it's real shaky. I'm kidding. The kids are great. No, they are great. But I don't think I would, I don't want to say like a seminal moment would be a, a marriage, you know, a wedding or a, or kids being born. But I think I would, I would want to be a grandfather who goes to space. Aww. That's what I would like to do. And then, until then, I'll hold off. Yeah. Unless, some, unless like Bezos calls and he's like, Ben, we really love what you did on Christmas jammies. <laughs> How would you? <laughs> we should end with that. <laughs> oh, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.